0: Hello and welcome to the Beer Breath Podcast. It is Friday, January 4th.
1: Oof, yes. 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 Four yeah. days in. Oh, yeah, you got me. I was like, wait a
0: second. <laughs> We're in the studio, East studio. It is myself, Dominic Trey, and then our musical guest for today, Mr. Nick Walsh is back Hello. from a trip to Vegas. Yeah. Um, and then before that, he's been hanging out in Nashville or something like that. So he's going to catch us up on... Uh, his musical career as it's starting out, and whatever else we're going to talk about today. So get ready for it.
1: Sports and beer and so much more, hottest topics on the cutting room for, bunch of friends having a blast.
0: preface this podcast by saying that we've been sitting around drinking a couple bud lights but we are going to cleanse our palate and then dive in some to some deschutes brewery inversion ipa for today's beer review it's an inversion india pale ale deschutes Deschutes. where is deschutes at
2: deschutes is from from bend oregon
0: been to Oregon, so up northwest. We've got some Northwesterners uh, that listen to the podcast every now and then.
2: A couple mm. good friends of ours, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. real
0: good friends of ours. Who's that? Well, your brother, perhaps. Oh, he's one of he's them. One of very them. northwest, and oh, then yeah, a couple gorgeous. of more of those uh, same 2000 class of 2010ers, right?
2: Justin and Jake, Jake, and then Josh lives up there too, which is 2009. Year before them,
0: Josh Decker. Yeah. Oh, he was in that. Oh, I thought that. I thought he was in the same class. Class. No, of and all those guys. that's right. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting.
2: Get your head out of your ass.
0: Full just Linden pilgrimage to the Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Saw some of those guys at the Lyndon Bar there, and I, it was yeah. nice. I did too. Had some beers with them. It was nice, nice for them to get back, visit their family. I'm sure, but. Saw a couple of them. It's cool. You don't get to see those guys very often. For sure. But yeah, we've got Nick in the studio. He's graced us with his presence. We're sitting here watching, uh, pre-recorded by the way, watching the Big 12 kick off. Big 12 play basketball today. Um, This is Wednesday for us. Friday for y'all. KU's getting their asses kicked already. (laughs) It's it's 7-2. 7-2. Four minutes. not even four minutes into the first half.
2: We're like simulcasting it. We need to get the yeah, I know. We need I to know. get we need to get, uh, need to get the uh, studio come, completed oh, so we have a TV that's uh a, a TV that has a good um, streaming service or a cable hooked up to it. Nine two, damn.
0: Yeah, case fucked <clears throat> again. Rudy is here in the studio with us since my lovely wife is not babysitting him today, but hopefully he'll be. He'll be chill. He's Does he speak on command? Scratching himself. I wish. No, he just speaks whenever he pleases. He really doesn't bark. I don't understand. He barks when people are at the yeah. door, and that's it. It's crazy. And now he's licking, licking the wall. The <laughs> Rudy.
2: Do you eat a lot of paint chips when you were little? Yep. <laughs> why? <laughs> but yeah. You're supposed to pour that into the cup. That's how you get a real oh, that's taste. Why I was here. Okay. You get a good... Good idea what it looks like, too. It's been a while since (laughs) we partook.
0: Happy Friday, everybody. Glad to be back in your listening ears. Uh, Myself, Trey, and our guest, Nick, today. No Curtis, no Chef Sam, no Mike. Um, Just scheduling conflicts. We're going to be working all that stuff out soon. We're in the East studio today. Uh, But Nick Walsh is with us today. Nick Walsh Music. How do they find you on social media?
1: Nick Walsh music. Easy as that.
0: Easy as that. You changed everything over to Nick Walsh music? Pretty much, yeah. That's my
1: MySpace. That's still. Uh,
0: in wall. I, <laughs> in wall shooter. Else. Basketball <laughs> yeah. shooter or something like that. Nickaroo. Nickaroo. <laughs> Nick-a-roo. Nicholas,
2: Nicholas Nicholas14 or whatever it used to be. Like checking
1: out a buckle or something. Can I get your email? Uh, Yeah, it's uh, nick underscore aru at (laughs) hotmail.com. Dude, mine was Trey B underscore
2: 20 underscore rocks. Mine was
1: Diddy
0: underscore 41 underscore b ball or something.
2: I kept It was like so basic. It's like Trey B underscore 20. Okay, that's got to be good enough.
0: How old do you have to be
1: before you. uh, Felix. (laughs) Felix. MSN Messenger back in the day, like all of us were like our first name, like dot 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 dot, and then our number in basketball. Like Tyler Decker, dot 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 number
0: three. How old do you have to be before you realize that you need to change your email? Obviously, twenty six years old for you because you haven't changed it yet. I I
2: still have most of my stuff tied to my student account from college, but I do have a professional one now that's like a little bit more. Yeah. It's a little bit less embarrassing. Yeah. But
0: yeah, anyway. <laughs> mm. What the hell are we going to talk it's about? Good. Oh yeah, you just it's got good. back uh from vacation.
1: Oh no, let's do that. What the hell? Hold on. It's good beer. I cleanse the palate.
0: Let me cleanse my palate
1: here in a second. Feel Bud Light. Chug <laughs> it real quick. Chug <laughs> it real quick. Cleanse the palate. I'm not even a huge IPA fan, but
0: Bud Light, just to warm up, I'm coming off of a big boy statement of saying that the Watchman IPA by Empyrean Brewing Company was the best IPA I've ever had. One of the best, anyway. I was going to say, was that on
2: the podcast, or was that you just personal?
0: That was the solo podcast that I had in Nebraska, because that's a Nebraska brewery. Well, I remember you talked about your three
2: three beers, didn't you? Yeah. (laughs) A few beers on your own,
0: Um... So, big boy statement saying that that was the best IPA I've ever had. Personally, mm. my, so we'll see.
2: My favorite IPA is Sierra Nevada. Yeah. But it's like it's like not even... What absolutely. did I have? It's Sierra not even Nevada like a small either. brewery. It's pretty huge now, I think.
0: Yeah, that's the Sierra Nevada Pale
1: Ale right there.
2: Yeah. Well, is that different? What's
0: Pale Ale versus IPA? Not the same.
1: It's the only <laughs> difference. They're just not the same. I <laughs>
0: got the burps. Okay. <laughs> The shoots, inversion IPA. Nick says it's good. He doesn't I like even like IPAs. I,
1: yeah, maybe I need to start trying more. Then apparently, I tried one. I just never liked it. So, Time to
0: it's bitter. Did you get a whiff? I Did you get a taste it yet? I haven't
1: finished
0: my <laughs> it's got that bittery IPA taste. Oh yeah, but it's good. Yeah, it's I, nice. it's good. I enjoy it. No floaty stuff. That's what we always look for now. Making sure it's not looking like a snow globe.
1: Let's check the legs on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <yep>, looks good. <laughs> Cap legs, <laughs> loving that.
0: Cool. So we'll sip on that. Give a review towards the end of the episode. Nick is hot off a little vacay out west. Old Bender, little Bender went to Vegas, huh?
1: Vegas, Sin City.
0: Sin City. Tell us as much about that as you want. Or as little about that as you want, you know, it happens in there, stays in there or something like that.
1: Yeah. I could go into a lot, but uh it was uh it was for my little sister's twenty first. Happy late birthday, Sydney. Yep. Yeah. Um Yeah, it was my family, Alex's girlfriend, Joe's fiance, um, Lexi McGonigal, and my grandmother. And Kale. Can't forget my grandmother and Kale. Kale. And uh it was a good time. we All lost a lot of money, I think, except for Alex. He had like a $500 jackpot walking out the door this morning. (laughs) Get him back to zero? Yeah. Cindy did pretty good one night. I'm not sure if she held on to all of it or not, but a lot of drinking, a lot of no sleep. Yeah. Did you watch any shows or anything out there? I saw a picture from Kale or something. We went to one called, uh, damn, I forgot the name of it, but it was like, you know, my grandma's with us. We get in there and it's like this tent and there's this tiny ass stage. I mean, like tiny stage for like you know what the fuck what's what is this and uh this dude comes on the intercom he's like this is a so-and-so show if you don't like the word fuck cock balls you need to leave now and it's like i just looked at my grandma i was like oh shit you know let's go and they, this show is like raunchy really? raunchy like
0: i was thinking he was gonna say like cirque du soleil or something like too, that yeah. but well then... there
1: was there was like acrobats and all this stuff doing some crazy cool shit. But like in between acts, like the host and then the co host, uh, which was this guy who um I don't even know, it looked like (laughs) I'm trying to think of this dude's name, but uh, I'll think of it later. (laughs) It's just Greg. It's Greg hosting. (laughs) But he was just raunchy and this co host was raunchy and it was just like I mean if you can just if you can picture just the most insanely idiotic (laughs) lunatic fucking things that you could ever even think of or dream of he said that like times ten. Oh my god and you can just imagine like <laughs> everybody just looking at my grandma the whole time and she's over there <laughs> cracking up at it she's like laughing her ass off and shit that's awesome
0: hey make sure he's not like eating, it? eating that which he probably is probably has eaten. damn it definitely gonna have blue poop he wanted it real bad so I gave it to him so Rudy's chewing on the top of one of the cans of beers like the little topper that Holds all the cans. When was this a thing? Just Is a this plastic. always been
2: a thing? He's like, they hold the the top of a can, and then yeah, just have to, like have to pull them out of there. Like, it's just help. extra
0: plastic that I think they can be getting rid of. Did you find him a toy or something? Yeah, <laughs> he'll lay down and go to sleep when he gets bored, or he will it? just pester the fuck I'm out, just out of you guys. Get him drunk. Let's just give him a
2: bunch of tea. yeah.
1: I can't speak for everybody else, but it seems like going into Vegas, you're just like really tight and selective with your money and what you want to do with it Mm -hmm. it gets to a certain point where you lose a few hundred and you start drinking and at least for me and kale we just start upping the bet dude we just like start (laughs) going crazy and then All of a sudden we're with we're uh we're at our maximum withdrawal limit in our bank and then we're just like shit, we gotta wait around until midnight to withdraw more money. I <laughs> <laughs> mean Kale like, stopped gambling at like six PM last night because we couldn't take out any more money. <laughs> oh my I, god.
0: Yeah. Fucking idiots. I have Dude. never I haven't been to Vegas um as an adult. I went when I was younger. I went I've been twice when I was young. Um I haven't been back since I've been an adult, a gambling age anyway. Uh, I'm excited to go back. I want to go back sometime. Um, I'm not a huge gambler, though, is a thing. Mostly because I'm broke. Yeah. I it's like easy to, to not gamble when you're broke. But
1: It'll be fun when we all have lots of money and <laughs> aren't been out of shape about a thousand bucks. Yeah.
0: You can have a lot of fun out there. Yeah. You can also not have a lot of fun out there. But,
1: but I'll, I'll end it by saying uh at the uh, not the casino the airports in vegas they have all sorts of slots machines mm-hmm. whatever you want to play and i tried to withdraw money out of my account and it apparently still wouldn't let me and so i used my business account debit card put it in the wells fargo atm and it got stuck in there <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't get it out so i just called say bank i said hey cancel this like I was like, "That's my sign from God. He did not want me to fucking wow, he gamble." Well, I just snatched it up. You wouldn't even give it back, yep, dude. And that's it said, funny. ATM just shut down and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I just won a hundred bucks. That's crazy. I got the itch.
0: Yeah, they hit you right off the back. You get right off the bat. You get off the plane. You're probably tired or worn out or whatever the bullshit's happening. There's your bone, Rudy. Good job. <laughs> All the bullshit with the flight and all that stuff, and you get in slot machine right away, yeah. or you're waiting around in the airport trying to get a hundred bucks back from it on your way out of Vegas.
1: Yeah, yeah. dude. And then, of course, my mom books a seven a.m. flight. <laughs> we get to Vegas eight fifteen in the morning, and I can't fly unless I have a few whiskey cokes. So I'm there at like six thirty drinking whiskey cokes, just to make it through the flight. So I is eight fifteen? Is
0: it eight fifteen? Their time. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like a three-hour flight, flight and you get there in 45 minutes or some shit like that. It's kind of crazy. We got there
1: sooner than we thought. We got there like a little before 8 a.m.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like a three-hour flight, and you get there 45 minutes ahead of time because of the time changes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's fucking wicked. And then you come back, and it's the opposite effect. You leave at noon, and you get here
1: at like (laughs) 6. It's like, do we start partying, or do we take a nap, or what?
0: I remember when we left Vegas the last time I was there. And the runway we were taking off out of faced West. And so we take off and we're going straight up in the air and then hard bank left turn. And we had been sitting on the plane for a while because it was hot or something like that. So, uh, mom and Neil are asleep. Like they just, Took a nap on the plane. I'm up in the window seat. I'm like 13 years old at this point. In the window seat, plane goes fucking straight up in the air like a goddamn rocket and then hard bank left turn. I am staring at the ground yeah. out the window. Holy I shit. about shit all over myself. I had flown. That was the second time I had flown when I went there. <clears> I God. thought I was going to fucking die. I hate flying, dude. <laughs> I, I hate g- it. I was going to have a heart attack.
2: I don't like, I don't dislike flying. Really? I don't. I, I don't ever feel uneasy. Like I know you get stressed about it, but I don't.
0: I get hot and sweaty, and I don't know if that's the nervousness of being in a plane or just like a lot of fucking people in a short, a okay. small yeah, area. I just
1: feel claustrophobic. Yeah, I don't like the feeling of my stomach dropping and shit. The only turbulence, thing I hate, man, It's just like
0: none of that shit bothers me. I hate my ears popping.
2: Yeah, I don't like that part.
0: Something about my senses, if I get something caught in my eye, or if my ears pop, I fucking freak out. There's, really? I don't know. There's no way around it. <laughs> well, I,
2: I kind of grew up, obviously, my uncle works on planes, and my grandpa yeah. had a pilot's license, yeah. so I grew up in little, like, four-seat planes where you're, like, bouncing off the ceiling if you hit hard, yeah. hard turbulence, so, like, turbulence <laughs> doesn't, like, even bother me, and I'd never have hit, like, really, really hard turbulence in a big airliner, but when we landed in, I don't think I've ever told this on the podcast, but we landed in Honolulu,
1: with the basketball mm. team
2: when I was in college. Have you ever landed in Hawaii or Honolulu? Uh,
1: I think once, maybe.
2: Dude, it's like you're flying over ocean. Oh, yeah. And you're just literally straight on the ocean. And then it's like ocean, runway. runway. And so you're like going down That's, towards the ocean. Like you're going to land on the ocean. But then it's like. Poof,
0: I never thought about that. That's how it is in Baltimore. The, Bal- yeah. the uh, airport in Baltimore is right on the fucking and you're just harbor. Going on at the water. Yeah, and You're literally a sudden, a a fucking 100 feet off the water. It's like, what the fuck? We're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for me.
2: That one was crazy. Uh that one was actually really crazy. But the craziest um in terms of everybody freaking out in a flight, uh we went to I went to uh to uh New Jersey on uh for work and we flew into Allentown, Pennsylvania and then flew from Allentown over to uh I can't even remember, but it was like a fucking eighteen minute flight. It wasn't even like capable. it <laughs> could have just been a drive. <laughs> yeah. But we <laughs> You got on it's like a turbo prop, which might not mean anything, but it basically was a prop plane with two propellers and then just like little jet engines. So it's basically a propeller sure. plane with like 18, 25 people on it. Yeah. And it was hot. Everybody's freaking oh, out. The wing's above you, right? So the yeah. wing's above where you're sitting and looking at yeah. the window. So you're watching the prop spin right outside the window. <laughs> oh, well, we sat right underneath the wings. So I'm like, fucking juice. Like you're watching the landing gear go up and down because it was real tall. That's it was awesome. Everybody else is freaking out. And I was like, oh, look at that. I took I a picture planes, of it man. had to show it to my grandpa and my uncle. Like, look at this thing. I flew in this. It was awesome. Everybody else is like hyperventilating, grabbing <laughs> stuff. I'm like taking pictures. Like, look, 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 look. <laughs>
1: That's funny. Dude, I think what scarred me and Joe for life, because we both hate planes like bad was we went on this fishing trip to Canada when we were like 10. And uh, I can't remember where we f- – no, we drove up there to Canada, but we had to fly a tiny-ass plane. It was just me – um Feltner. Yeah. My, my father in law. And, and Joe. <laughs> and we had to get in this tiny plane to go up to this secluded lake where we we're staying. And uh the pilot's like do you guys like roller coasters. And me and Joe are like Hell yeah. And we're like, Hell yeah, we do. He shuts off the fucking engine of the plane. <laughs> and we just go <laughs> just just diving down <laughs> like yeah, a fucking yeah. dead goose. <laughs> and he just turns it on. <laughs> <laughs> Where me and Joe are just like, fuck, dude, we start crying and shit. And oh I think God. that's what got us, dude. <laughs> yeah,
0: like
1: a, like, a, like
2: a Boeing 747 just calls over the radio. Hey, uh, you guys like fun? <laughs> just shuts <laughs> off all of the engines.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. So Mike went up there. Uh, the last time he went up there, I don't know, it was the summer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it was foggy <clears> or some <throat> shit. They fucking had to turn around because it was so foggy. Really? Like the pilots just said, "Fuck this! This is way too dangerous to fly in there." Holy shit. Yeah, he's got some crazy stories about that. Um Next time you see him, ask him about it. Damn. But the last trip he took was crazy, I guess.
2: What was that? There's a show on TV that <clears throat> was like uh, bush pl- pilots or something. And it was like those little like puddle jumpers that flew mm. in and out of crazy stuff. And like when they taught him how to be bush pilots, they would like, "Okay, we're gonna go up." And the guy was the co-pilot. He just cut the engine. And it's a little like Cessna. Yeah. Like, All right. Wait 10 <laughs> seconds and try to save us. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is insane.
0: Dude. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast with Bill Burr. Have you seen that? Or listening? to the I've listened to, I've listened of to clips? pieces of it. Because but... I guess Bill Burr is like, uh, uh, he's been doing uh, helicopter training or he's got his pilot's license to fly a helicopter. And he was talking about that and talking about how you have to do... Like, they just go up there and they shut the engine off and you got to find a fucking place to land it. It's
2: crazy. I've never been in a helicopter. Have any of you? I've.
1: Mm, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever it's been.
2: It's scary. Helicopters seem sketchy to me. I know they make total, like, sense in terms of yeah. science, but they just blow my mind a little bit. Like, planes make sense. They glide. Just, yeah. Right? Like, a helicopter. Yeah. Planes like- don't
0: even really make that much sense. A big chunk of metal flying through the fucking sky, but, I mean, they make more sense than a goddamn helicopter oh, fuck
2: does. fuck me. I don't get I don't get it. <laughs>
0: I keep thinking about to that mythbusters thing where you put a sticky note on one of the uh copter blades and it's supposed to fuck it up and send the goddamn thing all crazy. Yeah, it goes like this and then flies off. Yeah. yeah I don't I think they disproved that. I'm not sure how it went, but I just keep thinking about well, you're that. talking so, like
2: sticky notes is enough, right or something? Crazy
0: yeah, like so that. It's something that minuscule can fuck it up. Why do I want to get in that? Yeah. That's dumb.
1: I drove by a hot air balloon the other day. And I fucking, <laughs> just another That's means just, of transportation, you know. We're talking yeah. about No, no just <laughs> <funny> they're, <laughs> they're
2: just absurd, like No, I'm means. just
1: thinking about all the things that would freak me the fuck out, and one of them would be getting in a hot air balloon. Oh, Who willingly yeah. gets into one of those things? Huh? Who willingly gets into? Yeah, those yeah. <laughs> you can pay me enough money.
0: <laughs> those don't make
1: sense God. at
2: all. A yeah. goddamn bird with a sharp beak could take that thing. Let's down. let's
0: yeah. hop into a fucking picnic basket and then <laughs> fill this balloon up with air. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds safe. It goes six thousand feet in the fucking air.
2: Hopefully, he can manage the amount of air in the hot air balloon to take hey, us down safely.
0: The balloon is f- shaped like Snoopy, though, so it's okay.
2: He <laughs> <laughs> just wait, think like, 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 think about that. And then you just go. The higher. amount of
0: fucking flame that you have in this balloon controls how high you go.
2: It just. That's terrifying. <laughs> it just burns up the whole balloon. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> what, what would happen if could you imagine what would you be thinking at six thousand feet? Five thousand feet. I don't feet, think that's three thousand feet. Uh, Four yeah.
0: If the How bucket
2: fell off of the if the if the bucket fell off of the balloon, <laughs> you got like five other people in there, you have to like well bye it <laughs> was fun
0: it, it's horrible to think about but there's um those maniacs out there that take guns into fucking malls and shoot everybody up but think about a guy that goes up in a hot air balloon with like four <laughs> other people and says hey check this out pulls out a pair of scissors and oh just
1: fucking my cuts God, dude! <laughs> or a fucking pilot who's just having a bad day and yep. just wants to run the plane into the ground you Fuck never it, know
0: snip snip let's see what this does see Aww. you guys later <laughs>
1: Dude, that-
2: that's the same thing we're talking about. Like, it's all kind of relevant to height, but those people that uh, that climb buildings and shit. Oh fuck that, dude! Oh you'd sooner find me—I don't even know where—in a goddamn volcano. I could think
0: of a million other things I would rather do than leap across those skyscrapers like they do. Yeah, or hang and off the hang side. off the side, do fucking chin-ups, dude. First thing dude. I would do is eat my own shit. Yeah, for oh, dinner, sure. For a full month, then jump across one fucking building. <laughs> for a full month? Yeah, 30 that's fucking a, straight days. That's a yeah, big move. 31 probably. days, fucking long months.
2: 27 yeah. and others? 28. 28. It's never 27. 28, my bad. <laughs> what? So wait, <laughs> remember this conversation? Remember this conversation Stahlbomb would always have? What, if, if you got to eat your own shit, what condiment would you put on it?
1: Ranch for sure, hundred percent ranch. <laughs> dude, Probably remember
2: yeah. he said someone dude chose mustard. <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> the difference is that mustard ranch ranch tastes good, yeah, but mustard is it's not that it's bad, but mustard is so, so strong, strong it might not mm-hmm. make it taste terrible. Yeah. And honestly, it's a pretty good decision.
1: Maybe Tabasco. I like spicy food. <laughs>
2: Here's the thing: <laughs> <It's> spicy, <laughs> spicy shit in your it's mouth instead of your ass.
1: I'm Cholulu or some shit.
0: Here's the thing: I hate mustard so much. I don't know if it would make the experience that much more miserable, or I would hate the mustard so much that I'd forget that I was eating shit, and I'm not sure what would happen, and I don't know that I will ever find out.
2: No, I'm going to prefer I don't, yeah. I'm not on Fear Factor, so.
0: Wow. What the fuck were we talking I don't about? I have no
2: idea. This spiraled. A little bit. We talked about flying back from Vegas. Vegas. That's flying, how we got so, here. Yeah. Jesus
0: <laughs> Christ! <laughs> Update on the game. KU's winning twenty-one sixteen. Hello, <laughs>
1: kicking the shit out of you. Who's KU's seven? loss?
0: Who did they lose to?
2: They lost to uh, Arizona State.
0: Okay, At that a, was just two it was weeks in a ago.
2: Neutral court, I think. Maybe? no, maybe it was. In, is that the I Vegas don't...
0: game, or did they play in? They oh, played yeah. them in Vegas a couple years yeah. ago. I do not know. Well, if they was beat the same us last part. year
2: too. They beat us last year too.
0: Yeah, that's That's like that's a
2: Hurley brother coaching them. They're always top. I mean, they've been top 25 since he's been there, I think, but um,
0: not a bad loss,
2: not a good loss, but we needed to do it eventually. That's stupidest thing I could ever say. I think that's cop out. But yeah, we we were going to do it eventually, especially uh, without you. From a real
0: perspective, it's not a bad loss, though.
2: And that's the thing. That's why basketball is kind of silly, because you can lose six games and still get in a tournament. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, He's got six, yeah. No, uh, Quentin Grimes got seven.
2: Whoa, Quentin's going to come an out party <clears> in <throat> Oklahoma.
0: Diedrich lost him with zero. Five rebounds? What the fuck? Diedrich? Dedrick and Azubuki have five rebounds. A piece? A piece.
2: Yeah, because Diedrich gets like six offensive rebounds a game.
0: There's still seven minutes in the first half. That's crazy.
2: He's a du- he's a double double machine, but when Yudoka's back, it makes his offensive game, it decreases his touches, it in like half to score in the post. So. so isn't
0: he averaging like something crazy like
2: Diedrich Yeah. Diedrich has had 30 and 20. 20- he had 30 and 20 for like three games.
0: He's ad he's averaging like 25 and 11 uh, or something like that. Last game
2: screwed him a little. Uh last game Yudoka was back. Yudoka <clears> had 23, he only had like nine. He didn't have a double double. That was his first mm. game and like maybe the season he didn't have a double double. But crazy. Yeah, he's he averaged, well, at Memphis when he was there, he averaged 20 and 10. He's probably, I mean, realistically, he's probably averaging 20 and like 12, which is still insane.
0: This is probably going to fuck you up here, but I just want to check. It's fine. check it. Where's the K-State game at? Nobody <laughs> Who cares. Who cares? There it is. No, that's, what the fuck is that game? 96 to 58? What was this?
1: oh that's the women's i was like what the fuck <laughs> all right where's the i'm sorry we just take a sec to talk about your fucking socks right now bro <laughs> oh, mine? You like those? oh god
0: <laughs> dude i got some funky ass socks check this out for christmas i got scooby snack socks seriously yeah they're stance socks you know the stance socks no well like nba players wear them and stuff oh and, okay yeah, the yeah, fancy ones yeah um uh, my mother-in-law got me Scooby Snacks socks. I gotta pull them out for you when
1: we go upstairs. There's. I got a pink sock after a Christmas dinner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> me too, dude. I had Kido, th- or not kidoba, I had Chipotle the other day for the first time in forever. I honestly just wanted to kill myself. Something better than a little pink sock. I put the hot sauce on the burrito, God and me. I I literally was like had to quit playing games because I was so miserable. My stomach was so fucked.
0: I don't understand. I thought K State played tonight. They do. So where are they at? Another oh, out. they're on top 25 here. Give me a sec. <laughs> there we go. Texas. Down. Losing to Texas 19-14. to 14. Holy fuck, we suck.
2: Oh, come on. Dean's
0: out. Forever. <laughs> he has been ass this year anyway. Is he out he does need new ankles. No. I, they, they said he was coming back, I think. Ankles suck <sighs> when you're tall, dude. That's why Colin's I name know. Silly Ankles. He does. Well, Dean's got silly ankles, too, apparently. I can't
2: throw this, dude. This is going to
0: hurt me I my throats. On it. Oh, shit. And you get something figured out. K-State, I, I'm not one to speak on sports a lot because I just don't know enough and I don't pay attention enough. But when I watch K-State play basketball, it is painful to watch their offense or lack thereof. Uh, it seems like they're just running around blindly. Um, they'll have some moments where defense is kind of like their shining star I guess but it's still it's
1: it's undesirable this year so
0: we'll see what old Brucey can do with the squad for the rest of the year but
1: I don't think I've watched a full basketball game of any team this year <laughs>
0: it's hard man you're busy yeah super busy
1: busy B let's talk songs. about
0: uh yeah let's talk about your music career been writing
1: yeah been writing a lot um uh, ever since I Kind of got my own place down in Nashville. I've started to everything just kind of started to come together at once with these connections that I've been trying to make. <clears throat> finally, starting to do what's called a co-write, and apparently, it's what everybody does nowadays. And I really didn't know that's what everybody did. And so you get together, two, three, maybe four guys/slash girls in a room, and you write one song, and you all, and that's all that's your song. Someone else might cut it, but it's like that's the song you wrote. Whoever you wrote it with might cut it, or another, a whole other artist might cut it. But so I've been trying to do that and trying to make those connections and write songs with uh, people who are more familiar with co writing than I am and who have written some big time songs and stuff. Fortunately, I've met a few guys um, that have had some pretty good cuts and that are know a lot of really good connections. So those are the guys I've been trying to write with because that's what's going to kind of push me forward in this journey. But um, so that's the biggest thing is just trying to write with a lot of people right now and starting to get a vision on what I want to do as far as putting out my own music. I, we wrote a song like three weeks ago. I wrote a song with a guy by the name of William Beckman, and um, that's going to be my. I'll go quote-unquote debut single since I already put out one song that I wasn't too proud of or just kind of want to get a song out there, I guess. But I'm going to put that out probably here in a couple months. I'm going to record it when I go back to Nashville with him. He's got a studio that he went through to record his record. and then um, So I'm going to get that out and then kind of go through some other songs, hopefully write a few more, and put out a record hopefully around April or May. Maybe even the summer. Birthday so. record. Let's go. Yeah. So
0: co-writing, I mean, you get you get more perspectives out of it at that mm-hmm. point because you've got, like you said, handful of people that have input on the song already, whereas if you just wrote it yourself, you're not going to get any feedback until right. you put the song out.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And like some songs are important to me to write by myself because it's like, right. I don't want anybody, else, like I want this to be my song, whether it's technically right in a professional songwriter's mind but it's like my song and it means something i want to write that song by myself but if we're writing and they're all meaningful songs obviously but um but yeah you get in a room with two three four people and you're writing a song you might say something or have this great idea um that that you thought was a good idea, and someone else is like, Well, why? Like, why did you say you instead of me, or why'd you say you instead of <laughs> God damn it, Ray? Taking pictures over here. And uh, I don't know. You just kind of get all these brains working together, and they're like, Well, let's think about that a little bit more. Like, so, you guys are that doesn't quite make sense. You guys
0: are taking turns, basically. You're saying, Okay, I'm writing the song for me, and you got four or five people writing that song for you, they're just giving you input, basically. And then after that, you go to the next person. They're writing a song. You're all writing a song together, but this is like their song.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, usually when you go into a room for a co-write, um, everybody's just like, you just kind of sit and talk for a while and maybe you'll sit like, because that's happened a lot of times. You're sitting in a room about to write with people. You're just having a conversation and all of a sudden you say some word or something and then someone's like, all right, that's the song I'm writing today.
0: So it's it's more about like a hook or something like that. Yeah. Not because you've written songs and you've, you know, played songs and stuff like that that are super personal to you Mm -hmm. that might not necessarily work out for somebody else. Those aren't songs that you're going to be writing in a co-write. Yeah, not necessarily. Everything else, what you're doing in a co-write is going to be more...
1: Relatable to... Relatable, yeah. The bigger audience type thing. You're trying to write a hit, essentially. If you're in a co-write, you're trying to write that that next hit. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, But... But then again, I've been in rights with some awesome, you know, Williams. One of them, uh, Rachel Siler and Blaine Younger, a couple more awesome songwriters. I've gone there with an idea about my life, and they're like, "Well, let's write that." Like, you know, and so that's that's something I need to give, you know, do as well. And just like, it's pretty cool of them to just want to write a song that you know I can sing and that they can't relate to. So.
2: I was gonna say, do you find yourself writing songs?
1: Which that's
2: it's probably pretty fun. Do you find yourself writing songs about other people's experience a lot too? Like I mean obviously that's kinda what you're just saying. But
1: yeah. There's there's been there's been writes where like someone else will have an idea and I'm just like, Yeah, that's not like really a good idea, let's write it and then that song's probably more relatable to them than it is me. Yeah. But it it's still like a pretty general song that could hit a lot of people, I feel like. It's like the 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 single that I'm gonna put out is um it's probably, we're probably going to call it Tennessee, I think. And it's just basically about leaving Kansas come and going to Nashville. So it's like really personal. Yeah. You know, so he can't really relate to that at all, but he texts me all the time and said he plays that song all the time for like his friends and he says he loves the song. So it's like, even though he can't relate to it whatsoever, he still loves playing it. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool too. But So what? I'm
0: trying to remember what I was talking about. So... How does that work with like pay? What if somebody writes a huge hit in these co-write sessions? Do you get a cut out of that? Do you get any credit at all? How does that work?
1: It's all split evenly. If you got two guys that wrote a hit song, then they're
0: they got their name. They're splitting that
1: percentage wise. However, that works out. You know, part of it goes to publishing or however all that works. Right, not. Completely sure on that. But I know if like there's three or four people you just gotta you're splitting that evenly. Um, you whatever, at least, yeah, you got your name off, in the pot. And, yeah. Gotcha. Pretty much. Cool. But uh yeah, it's been it's been fun.
2: Have you been pretty exposed to different methodology of writing? Like, I mean obviously everybody has something different, right? So some people do this, some people do that, some people like to sit by themselves, some people uh, enjoy being in groups. Yeah.
1: Um I would say just like different writing styles, like Rick Tiger's is a guy we were talking about earlier that I did a little Facebook thing with. And it's kind of funny how we met. I think he explained it on there, but he's more of uh He really likes writing songs that are... And this is... He's a great writer, but he doesn't have anything on the radio because everything's really slow, really deep, really meaningful. And then I get into another write with... Um, you know, some younger some younger guys who are just looking to write the next banger. And, yeah. you know, it's just different writing styles. So, and that's, I need that because I, I <laughs> fell into a slump where I was just writing sad songs and shit all the time. You know, it's not like I was depressed or anything. It's just like what hits me. <laughs> yeah. It's just like what hits me. And I like listening to music like that. So, so
0: Trey and I and a lot of other people are blessed in the fact that, you know, we've got Nick as one of our closest friends, best friends, stuff like that. So, we, get the um, fortunate opportunity to listen to some of these songs that you haven't released, obviously. Listen to just random-ass recordings and stuff. We're Mm -hmm. friends with you on Instagram and all that stuff. We hear some of that stuff. And I can can definitely say that the writing style has been different than what we've heard Mm -hmm. in the past. And it's been just a couple short months that you've been in Nashville. But how... You know, where where is your writing style gone, I guess? Or where is it going? What is the type of music that you're looking to pursue? I guess if that makes sense. Or you're finding your music. You're yeah. finding the Nick Walsh music brand, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So where is that going? How has that changed in the last six, eight months or whatever?
1: Um, I mean, I, I like back to the... Just writing with other people. I mean, there's songs that I haven't seen you guys that are like even more up pace than anything you ever heard from me before. I think that's important for me and like my writing style because you know I can sing all these ballads and these mid tempos, but you're never gonna really hit it unless you have a few, fucking, a few fucking, fucking clangers. Yeah, let's go,
2: damn clangers!
1: <laughs> but I feel like even. I feel like instead of just all the slow stuff, I've been write- starting to write like more mid-tempo stuff, which you hear a lot of nowadays. Yeah. And I have pretty much come to the conclusion that my writing style is <clears throat> a mix of like traditional country with a little bit of red dirt, a little bit of Americana, just kind of like um, it's really not poppy at all. And I'm cool with that because I'm going to put out my record And that's going to be my style. And then I can take a break from writing my songs that I want to put on my record and write songs uh, to, let's say, Brad Paisley or someone like that, where I don't necessarily dig the song that much. But it's like, if I'm going to make a living being a songwriter, you almost got to do your research and say, you know, and thankfully, with like the Brad Paisley thing, I fucking somehow stumbled into his best friend who's written a half dozen songs for him went on tour with him and we actually just wrote a song together like two or three weeks ago it was a sad song but fuck <laughs> okay, it we'll write a banger sometime but you just got to like get in that circle with those guys who have the connections to the big artists where they can say hey instead of going through their publishing company or record label whatever dude just send them a text and say hey check out this song we sent today to, to yeah. guys to big names like that and uh so yeah, I forgot where the fuck I was going with that. Well, th-
0: that's that's not anything different than any job anywhere else. Like, you're going to sh- do shit that you don't want to do. Yeah. If you have the opportunity opportunity to write songs that you want to write, perform them when you get the opportunity to perform those songs, but can also write songs that are those clangers that maybe... You know, if you have the ability to write that stuff Mm. and make a living off that while also writing stuff that, you know, means a lot to you and it's the style that you want to write in, it's the style that you want to play and perform Mm. and stuff like that. I mean, it's just double dipping. I don't see anything wrong with that at all.
2: You're going to have more like that's one thing that um, I we've talked a lot, you know, Colin writes, you write. I've been around both of you for a long time. It's. There's definitely something to be said and we've watched we've sat nights and drank mm-hmm. a bottle of whiskey and just watched videos of dudes who are songwriters perform. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody's performing something they wrote, it's it's different, uh, yeah. man. There's like a different level of attachment to that song, and that's yeah. something that can't be denied. So that's it's definitely important, like you said earlier. You got you're finding mm-hmm. what's what's Nick's music and that's I'm excited to watch the journey, man. I'm excited to watch it.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. See how she goes, but I feel like I'm my first kind of st- few months in nashville i just felt like i was making no progress like i went down there without a job without a place to live sleeping on a fucking floor delivering pizzas and then
0: full experience <laughs> full nashville fucking you know, experience and I,
1: I haven't like had to I guess, struggle like that ever before so yeah. like kind of shaped me a little bit i feel like um and you know i wasn't working that i was working five days a week maybe 10 a.m to 8 p.m but I felt like I wasn't making any progress like with my songwriting, but just through that experience, I've had so much more to just think about in my life and like, damn, like it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be a grind. And I'm like, I'm thankful that I went through a little bit of struggle. Like that's fucking nothing compared to a lot of people. But, um, but now I got my own place and like, I'm going to start Ubering and Lyft driving and kind of make my own schedule. But I felt like I was just so fucking down the dumps my first time there when I was didn't have my own place, whatever. I didn't even really want to go out and like make these connections and now I feel yeah. like I do and I wanna so
0: That's cool, man. Yeah, I don't That's crazy. That there's just so there's so much of that business that nobody knows. Mm. You know, you hear the songs on the radio, but nobody knows like what's going on in the business. Um, all I can tell you right now is you got an absolute fucking clanger on your phone right now. Those no, lyrics no, no. that I sent you,
1: yeah. <laughs> I know, dude. but
0: no, honestly, the, uh, <clears throat> just the style, like the writing style, your lyrics have just been so much different. It mm-hmm. hasn't even been a full year. When did you put out, um, that record on, or that single, no, your, was, uh, your single, June. that's not a single is in June.
1: Yeah. I fucking did. I get so like, but what's crazy though is like, I don't even like that song. Like,
0: <laughs> I play that all. shit all the time. By the way, it's it's all, good. But, but... Like,
1: I'll get people like a couple times a month text me and say, "I fucking love that song." Like, yeah, and I'm like, "Why?" Like, <laughs> and like, if you're on Spotify as an artist, it sends you, um, like kind of the people you've impacted with that song, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it said that song was played in 35 different countries. That's now crazy. like most artists are played in all the countries because right. they're getting tens of thousands of streams or millions. And you're like, mine's barely gotten any, but it's like somebody in another country could hear that song that I don't like. I don't think it's very well written. Yeah. Kind of cheesy, whatever, but <laughs> it's like impacting someone else, even if I don't even like it. So like, I'm just excited to see what a song that I put out where I'm like really confident in it, confident in the writing, like what that can do to someone else's life and how it can make them feel about their own life and that they can relate to so
0: yeah so that song that came out in june which was written over the months before the month prior or whatever that was eight months ago max Mm -hmm. and the amount of change that's happened in eight months is is insane i just listen to like the lyric style and stuff like that it's just crazy and i know nothing about the business Mm -hmm. but just the way that you're writing songs is, is really cool.
1: That's a lot of credit to, like, the guys that I write songs with, man. they Like, some of these songs you're hearing, like, some of those lines I didn't even think of, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just kind of how co-writing is. Like, I could come up with this killer line. He could come up with the next killer line. And it's just like, but, like, it's our song. We wrote it. Yeah. We kind of built off each other's um, minds and just, it's just like a ping pong match. You're <laughs> just like, boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. That's crazy. And it's pretty cool how a song evolves when you get multiple people in the room.
0: So when you're thinking, when you're co-writing these songs, do you do lyrics first? Or do you do like a rhythm? Or are you feeling like a certain beat? Or how is it? Because when I think about writing a song, I usually, the first thing that comes to my mind is like a hook. Like a hook for the song. And I write it around that. I've written literally one song and it's a shit song. But it has no... Beat to it. It has no actual music to it. It's just the it's lyrics. But it's a poem, exactly. So when I think of writing a poem, I think of a hook and I build around that. And then I'm thinking, okay, add music to this, add a guitar, add yeah. drums, stuff like that. So how is it when you're writing a song, when you're in this co write session?
1: I mean, honestly, there's like five minutes where everybody's just scrolling through the phone because as a songwriter, you hear something and you just automatically write it down in your notes section of your phone so like mine's got a thousand things (laughs) on it just because I'm just writing down every little thing I hear that could be a song so we'll just sit there and scroll through and like you just kind of shout something out and then someone's like yeah let's write that like uh, Jeff Wannex and Rick Tiger the song we wrote don't fool me anymore like I had this idea of like this really hot chick that had blonde hair and I was like you know she's hot but like personality's just not all there, whatever. And I was like, that blonde hair don't fool me anymore, like type of thing. And I brought that up to him and he's like, Well, you know, a lot of people I know a lot of people that have like a drinking problem. He's like, What if we go the route of like what that what if that whiskey doesn't fool me anymore type of thing? And so that's just kinda how it evolved, I guess. He's had like this weird line and it just kind of evolves. That's crazy. So it's I don't know, it's pretty fun to be creative and shit like that.
0: That's cool. So going back on that, this was A couple weeks ago now, this is, um, you made an appearance on Rick Tiger's live stream on Facebook. I don't know what else he does, but talk about that
1: experience. It was, well, to make a long story short, I'll just say since if if you don't watch the video, me and Rick met like my first or second night in Nashville, he was my Lyft driver. And it's funny because like now I'm going to be a Lyft driver, could make (laughs) another connection by driving, you know? So that's kind of why I want to do it. Um, but he, he's, like I said, he doesn't have any hits out, but like Joe Nichols has cut one of his songs and Montgomery Gentry. He just hasn't had a, a hit that's going to, you know, do justice to his bank account or anything like that. But so we met on a Lyft drive and, uh, he, I was like, do you have anything of yours that you've written? And I was pretty drunk, honestly, but I was really interested in like hearing after I found out he's a songwriter, if he had heard or have, if he had recorded anything himself, he plays me this song and it fucking hit me. And I was like, I just sat in the car. My buddies just went up, went to bed. And I just sat in the Uber car. And I was like, He play that shit again. Like, I want to hear that. <laughs> he played it again. I was like, damn, that's a good song, man. He's like, I was like, I don't know how this works, but like we got to write together sometime. I think we would do pretty well. And so uh, I hit him up a few days later and a few months later, we wrote i mean because he was so booked out hey like, did so you me...
0: at the beginning of the ride did you tell him like what you were up to did you tell him that you were in nashville like trying to do the
1: songwriting trying to do this thing i'm not sure how we got into it um i know he probably didn't bring anything up because he's just not the type of guy to do that so yeah. i'm sure it was me who was like asked him like like what do you do here he said he's a songwriter so then i've probably said on the song nick's Nick's very
0: talkative in the uber yeah from firsthand i'm glad i'm glad it wasn't (laughs) one of those uber rides where i
1: felt like just being a complete fucking idiot (laughs) saying getting the old accent going yeah i'm actually not from yeah i'm from (laughs) so i've done that shit too (laughs) but uh no it just all worked out and like he's just been a good mentor for me and um, finally got a right going did did well in the right together got another one going and then he just asked me to come be on that facebook live thing and um i don't know i just i think he sees a lot of potential in me and so that means a lot coming from a guy who's had a little bit of success and who's been there forever yeah doing that and then i feel fortunate to have him as a mentor um that's cool he's just he's just cra- i mean he's just contagious one of those guys you just love being around because everything everything that he says you're just like you're just zoned in. Like, you want to hear every single word he says because he's so knowledgeable and, like, yeah. you know. So.
0: That's cool. Should we give an update on the KU game? Halftime, 40-25. Wasn't
2: that 72 last time K- we talked about
0: it? No, I put a little uh, shout-out in there when KU had went up by four points or something like oh, that. but. but yeah. KU's up by 15 now. I have now. no
2: knowledge of what's really going on. I can kind of see it from afar, but the point's really all I care about. So
0: KU's up 40 to 25 on the number 23, Oklahoma Sooners, 11 and 1. I don't
2: even know anything about Oklahoma.
0: Me either. They got Jordan uniforms. That's the only thing I know. That one big kid. Do they have Jordan forever. basketball uniforms? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, sure they
2: do. That big kid that's been there forever is there. The light-skinned, uh, he wears like number four.
0: Yeah. He's like 90 years old.
2: Yeah. Anymore, if you've been there the past two years, you're <laughs> fucking mm-hmm. 80. hmm
0: Let's uh, switch over here and uh, check the scoreboard of the K State game just because I want to. Let's get out of the top 25 because, you know, (laughs) shit happens. Weren't you guys
2: elite eight last year?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Losing to Texas. 25 to 22. Okay. Is it halftime? Yeah.
2: Would you guys, for the love of God, learn how to score some points? Dude, we we cannot score the ball. We scored in one half.
0: This is a heavy half for us. This is. (laughs) 22 points is pretty fucking good for a halftime oh, score. What was that oh, score not long ago? It yeah. was like 20 to 13 or something like that.
1: We scored 25 in the first quarter of a high school game. Yeah, I remember. Those were the days. I also it's remember absolutely... that. We don't
2: forget that we set a state record in the state tournament championship for the lowest
1: scoring game of all uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It's
0: absolutely pathetic that we cannot score the ball. I don't understand.
1: Must just be good defense.
0: We We can't score over 70 points.
1: Well, Here's what confusing. We
0: means. can't score for 60 points in some cases. We ended the game with... What was that game? We went to the KU game. You and I? Yeah. And KU lost... Or no, K-State lost like 46 to 45 against Butthole State University. I don't even remember the Butthole game. Butthole State. We scored 45 points in a game. <laughs> no. I, you're not you going to win against like four, anybody. You won
2: with like 47 once, remember? Yeah. you're like for the second half or something.
0: You cannot... I, okay, I say that you can't... Win a game scoring forty some points, but you can obviously because we did. But the game before that, you went know, forty six points, forty five, no. whatever the fucking score was. Score the ball with well, that's, that's a point that's, a minute. With, <laughs> <laughs> with score a point a minute Frank. every minute, you get fouled, and you shoot a free throw, and you go one for one.
1: Oh my
2: god. With Frank, you guys, that was your game, right? It was to make the game ugly and win ugly.
0: Well, right? and I think that's still it. everybody Bruce says K-State's defense. That, but that's what he K-State's is. defense, K-State's defense, blah blah blah. Good defensive play by K-State. <laughs> yeah, well that is fine, but it's not keeping the other team from scoring. It's yeah. exactly what you said, making the game a fucking ugly and miserable to watch. Miserable to watch. Well, Shoot the fucking ball and make it. I didn't
2: watch this first half, but KU does make games look kind of ugly sometimes, but that's because of youth, not because of the ability.
0: The KU games that I've watched, and this has kind of been the trend in my perspective over the last couple of years, that they get into the trouble with playing to their competition, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Yeah. Um, And I don't know if that's true or not. I don't watch as much KU basketball as you do, but I... I think that I believe that when they're playing bad teams, they play bad. Yeah. We're playing good teams, they play good. They end up on top most of the time, but K-State's got the same problem too. They play to their competition and then they fucking lose, which not, is insane.
2: I'm not, we win a yeah. lot of those games. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying you guys don't. No, 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 but no, I'm saying no we, we do. <laughs> we win a lot of games, but it's also pretty misleading because almost every team that's bad that we play is a isn't tournament team. Like, yeah. every year we're playing, like, the teams that are like, oh, they're terrible. Like, Stanford this year, I went to the Stanford-KU game and was at that game. I was I was in Allen Fieldhouse. That Stanford team is going to be really fucking good. Yeah. Maybe not by the end of this year, but by next year, they're all freshmen and sophomores. They're going to be fucking good.
0: And I understand that it is hard to get pumped up for those yeah. games against shitty teams. It happens. Um, but, yeah, get, K-State gets caught in a rut like that. K-State plays to their competition and then they fucking screw around and lose because they can't score the basketball
2: yeah Eh, you but that's the thing though the reason that you guys are are terrifying is because you're giant slayers yeah the reason you keep the game at 40 to 40 at the end of the game that's what scares people like yeah all of us that can put up 80 points is because oh shit how are we going to survive when we only score 40 points yeah i don't know it's crazy. Know. It's all to be found out. I'm lately. excited.
0: to. See. I don't know anything about any other team in the Big 12 this year. Me, what, who's good? Don't know shit. I don't know.
2: West Virginia is not West Virginia because John Carter, who was 65, finally is gone. <laughs>
0: yeah, Jesus Christ, this is the oldest man on the planet. Oh, my
2: God. He. So is Darius Miles. They were fucking there for 10 yeah, years. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> it's like they the retirement big, home. They got that one big man still. Yeah. But what the fucks he without guards?
0: That's crazy. That Carter guy was so old. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he looked he
0: didn't just he was yeah, he looked he, too. He was there for a long time. He yeah. was there playing four years at least, probably red shirt. I don't know what the hell yeah. happened to him. He
2: probably him. played three years medical hardship, two red shirts, gray yeah, shirts. He was there started.
0: forever, but then also had the hairline of a fifty year old. He was oh, worse than LeBron. <gasps> it was worse than LeBron's hairline. He's, he 100%. looks
2: 35 and he was twelve.
0: Yeah, it looked like a wreck game every time he was on the court. Yeah. Poor guy. Feel bad for him. <laughs> Just <laughs> roasting this guy. His hairline is probably and he's, better and he's than mine. And
2: he's out here like top ten team in the country. He's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? No. Well, he we're doing a, nothing. He's a hooper okay. though. Yeah. Oh, he can play. Yeah. Hooper. He shot the most obnoxious shots, but he also hit the most obnoxious shots.
0: If we're talking about basketball, we—I was listening to—I was watching ESPN the other day, and I can't remember who it was, but they were talking about James Harden not being in the top five basketball of player in the NBA right now. That's maybe not even top ten. No. It was top five for sure.
2: Oh, man, I don't know.
0: And I just Hoop. kept thinking that James Harden is a hooper.
2: He's an absolute assassin. He's a
0: hooper. I don't know if he's an NBA basketball player, top five NBA basketball player. So I was agreeing with him on this point.
2: Who was he saying were top five? Do you remember?
0: It was like LeBron, KD, Anthony Davis. Um,
2: Probably Staff's in there somewhere.
0: Giannis. Giannis. Giannis is
2: fucking stupid, dude
0: um and then maybe even steph i think he was saying like top seven maybe he was throwing like steph in there above um he's Um, not he's
2: not a good basketball player he's a good scorer who james harden yeah he can score that's but he's so bad at defense
0: yeah really bad at defense and that was the point he was making bad at defense and not getting the playoffs Mm -hmm. not getting the playoffs Mm -hmm. um but, yeah, it's just an interesting take on that. Some people were roasting. It was like half and half. Half the people were roasting. I And I just brought that up because of the Hooper talk. James Harden is a Hooper. You see him at the rec league just go popping off, you know. He's a
2: who's next kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, who's next, yeah. but can't play fucking defense. No. And He's sucks like, it's lost on help for a backdoor for a wide open layup kind of guy.
0: Yeah. All right. Where was I at? Yeah, Big 12, Big 12 play, I don't know what to think. I don't know who's good other than KU.
2: It's supposed to be a KUK State run, and it still probably could be and it, will be. Yeah.
0: I don't know. We'll see. We got to win some games. So we got to score the fucking basketball. i us stop talking about
1: that. I'm bored with it. So, would you rather fall down a well or get kicked by a mule? I think, I think the well. I think
0: I'd, think I'd so. go well first. Is it, it a well with survival at the end? This well is like 30 feet deep. Do I go cross eyed at this point? So, if we're getting cross eyed, getting fall, falling down a well, I'd probably try my luck with the mule and then see if I can fall go down
1: the well and then you're cross eyed and you just go to the mule and be like, please fucking kick me. So I cross eyed.
0: That reminds me of a movie or something like that. But mm. so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we are straight off the holiday season and Nick. How did your holiday season go with Christmas Ooh. and
1: New Year and all that stuff? It was good. I had the whole family uh, together on Christmas Day. It's been a while since that has happened, um, even though we didn't have a house to have Christmas in. Getting closer, though, yeah, right? Yeah, it looks closer. like it's almost there. Yeah, looking it was, cool. It was almost better than years past where we had to celebrate Christmas early because <laughs> of bowl games or yeah, that's true uh, <laughs> stuff like that, so... Yeah, whole family. Look,
0: this guy right here fucking cucking the family Christmas, basically, for the last hey, four oh, or yeah. five years.
1: Uh, <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> Haven't been there at all. But yeah, it was nice just having the whole family together. It's cool. Grew up in the, went to my grandparents' house, so.
2: You had an older family like me. You just did some drinking, right? That's what I was do. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: When's the house going to be done? Uh, Probably late April. Coming up, you, I mean, it, would- well, it should be done. It should be done before Joe's uh, wedding, which is April twentieth. Gotcha. Four twenty, by the way. <laughs> you gonna <laughs> it, looked it close. with
2: a bottle of champagne, like a ship? I don't it over know. The door? I'm
1: guessing we're gonna have a pretty hellacious uh, housewarming party, though. That'd be cool. It's looking good. It does look good. It's badass. The people we trust, of course, because <laughs> my wreck. parents don't want it burnt down the first night <laughs> we move in. <laughs> yeah, d- all I of know. the closest party friends.
0: Yeah. Now I, I'm surprised that it would be that. Then, before it's done, because it's it's looking really close just from yesterday, but it's cool.
1: The guy just got all the freaking heating and cooling and wiring and shit. A lot of shit going on in there. That's cool. The dry wall and all that shit takes forever.
0: I mean, look at this place. Fuck, the studio's scuffed. Yeah, it's like 300 square feet. (laughs) Oh, come on. Pry. What is it? It's. Well, that wall's 128, and this wall's 112. Something like that. So, inches. <laughs> pretty, yeah. It's it's time math. math. Well, we don't do we're close net here. Cool. Let's talk about Deschutes Brewery Inversion IPA. It's going down pretty easy for myself.
1: Me too. What do you think, Nick? Um, it's getting me kind of drunk, <laughs> and I don't. I mean, not drunk, but like it's hitting yeah. pretty good. You know. Yeah. Maybe that's just because I haven't drank water for a week and only <laughs> beer and martinis and tequila shots. And
2: oh, you drink dirty martinis. Oh, yeah. Because you're goddamn disgusting. Fuck. <laughs> martinis are so bad, dude.
1: Dude, they're so
0: good.
2: No. I think I've had like
0: one martini in my entire I life. I had half a one right before I went to
2: Vegas last Dirty time martini. In, Shaken, disgusting. not
1: stirred. Splash of olive juice. Absolute vodka. Throw a few alls in there, please.
2: You didn't ask for Tito's. Tito's is better.
1: Oh god!
2: You don't like Tito's vodka? No. What? No. Oh
1: god! Grow up. Oh god!
2: Have you tried it,
1: bro? I used to chug that shit in college, bro. Tito's is <laughs> so good. I ended up out. It was this. <laughs> Here's a story. It was probably sophomore year in college. I was. I don't know. if... Well, no. Okay. It was the fucking apartment that all that shit went down that one night. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we threw. Um. We threw this big fucking party at my place, which was not a big place, probably like seven hundred and fifty square feet. Yeah, like seven hundred square feet the whole place. Four the fuck four, was this four this at? bedroom.
0: So like The legs. Brick the brick place? Yeah. Wasn't it brick outside?
1: Well it was, it was a tiny you, place. You had to go had in a, the
0: you had to go in the alleyway to park your fucking car in the back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I had a shit so bad. I, no,
0: I don't know. Oh, remember. no, this I thought you were talking a- about the story
1: where I had a shit so bad. No, no, I, no, no just the parking lot. I just lot. pulled in the alley and just left my <laughs> truck running and just ran in there and took a shit. No,
0: this was like the first place you moved in with like Colbert and Naked and yeah, all that. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: It was that place, and we had a snow day or something, and it was so bad that we couldn't even make it to workouts or anything. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just had a big party, and I just remember just chugging vodka that night, and there was like a foot and a half of snow outside, And I just got so fucked up. I went out there and just laid in the snow. (laughs) And like they couldn't find me for like 20 minutes. And they came out there and I was like, Culver, just fucking leave me here, dude. I was Uh, like, just fucking leave me here till the morning. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, I would have lived through it.
2: Uh, I like it too.
1: It's good. Deshutes.
0: Deshutes. There's another beer that one of the guys at work told me to get. Um, We'll maybe give it a shot sometime soon, but it is called uh, Deschutes Fresh Squeezed. Fresh Squeezed IPA, I think. So we'll give it a shot.
2: So this is at the recommendation of a friend?
0: No, no, no. The next sometime soon will be the recommendation of a friend. Uh, Another Deschutes Brewery is the only reason I brought that up.
1: It's pretty good, though. I like it. I like the color.
0: Yeah, nice dark amber color. It looks Mm. good.
1: just want to eat it. No floaty stuff? I don't even want to drink it. I just want to eat it.
0: I haven't eaten dinner. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, me too. Let's wrap up. So, good beer. Thumbs up from all, probably, Deschutes. Yeah. Inversion IPA. Loving that. Next week, Trey and I are venturing down to Iron Rail Brewery to talk with Mr. Don King. So, tune in for that. It's going to be exciting. Uh, possibly also next next week we might get a podcast from the Manhattan crew plus chef Sam. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll figure out some details there, but for sure. Wednesday, myself, Trey, Don King from iron rail brewery. Listen for that episode. It's going to be kick ass. Excited to see what he has to say about, um, beers and downtown Topeka, Kansas and all that good stuff. Beers. Beers. Uh, look, look out for Nick Walsh music on all social media platforms. Check out his Spotify and iTunes and all the places where you get music and all that good stuff.
1: Got some videos coming at you soon. Videos though. coming out. What are you gonna do? YouTube or are you going to do
0: Instagram? You can only do I'll, like so many seconds on Instagram.
1: Yeah, I'll probably put like a little uh what do you call it? Teaser? teaser. A little teaser on Instagram James maybe. see on me a coke, I guess. Oh fuck. Oh, on an Instagram. Then just yeah, kind of okay. say, hey, go to my YouTube video and maybe you can watch. You have a YouTube channel? I do. Okay. I think it's Nick Walsh music. <laughs> Easy peasy. Um, but we'll be putting up some videos of some new songs that have been written. Some of them might get released, some of them might not. We're gonna do that here, aren't we? We're gonna do it here in the Beer Breath Podcast Studio. Studios. Let's
0: studio Studio. Loving that. A little double dipping right there. I love double dipping. Anybody else have anything else to say? I don't. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. You're welcome back anytime. Hell yeah. Good luck to your ventures in Nashville and elsewhere, Vegas, Appreciate next time it. you go and <laughs> all that stuff.
1: Uh, maybe next time in Vegas, we'll all be together. And it'll yeah, 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 yeah. Real shit show. Loving that. Wouldn't suck. No.
0: Wouldn't. <laughs> cool. That being said, thank you for listening happy friday enjoy the rest of your weekend or week or whatever you're listening happy to this podcast freaking happy freaking friday thanks for listening beer breath podcast follow us like us enjoy us
1: on all social media poke us if you have focus
0: yeah focus kick me <laughs> <laughs> what is it kick
1: you so got kick a bro msn messenger if you have it <laughs> space for sure carrier pigeon I have my stuff.
2: top five friends on my space
1: hit us
0: up on that floppy disk
2: <laughs> maybe even I don't know snapchat S- us or something
0: yeah we should get a P.O. box so we can like actually send mail maybe somebody wants to write us a handwritten you know, letter fan mail shit. yeah a little fan mail we got we're gonna have shelves up in here too they could send us shit in the mail and we can make sure it's not a bomb and then hang it up on the wall
1: oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool Next week, Don King. Mr. Don King. Mr. Don King. Don the Brewmaster. We're going to learn about some beer. The Brewmaster at the Man. Beer, stop, beer, stop, beer. Cool. Beer, stop. See you next week. Happy weekend. KU's winning 40 to 32. 15 44 <laughs> left in the second half.
2: Take care. Bye bye.